0: Are you ready to be a better, more successful, and open-minded trader and investor? I'm Serge Berger, head trader and investment strategist at thestudytrader.com, and I want to help you get there. Whether you've been investing for years or are just getting your feet wet, this podcast will help you cut through the noise and get dialed in on the big picture. We will utilize research, guest interviews, and real-time analysis of the market. We're at a critical juncture in the market where knowledge really will mean power. Hey everybody, it's Serge Berger here. I'm your host for the Steady Wealth Podcast. And as always, I'm really excited about where what we're gonna talk about today. Now, today we are going to specifically look at the giant shift that happened in 2022. And when I talk to individual investors in particular, I am, I'm I'm quite concerned how few people have not yet understood the big, giant, seismic shift that we've had in 2022 in the markets. And I'm not talking about the the, the drop in in one's favorite you know unprofitable tech stock that was down 80 90 percent and we're going to talk about that here as well but I'm talking about the shape, the, the change in interest rates and I think what's important to understand for the average investor here just to give you a little bit of a preview on this is that it is actually now easier to make money in the markets than it has been for a very long time let me repeat that because I'm going to repeat it probably half a dozen more times at least throughout this this episode. But again, be aware that it's actually easier now to make money in the markets with less risk than it has been for the past 10 years. That's an extremely significant thing. And I'm going to walk you through here step by step. And we're going to, we're going to even go through and look at some actual examples of current clients that might be very similar to your situation in terms, in terms of how much more money one can make in the markets right now. The takeaway is that for most investors, it is really easy right now to at least double, if not triple or quadruple the yield on their portfolio. Just to give you a quick example before we go deeper, so for example, if you are currently uh, making, uh, let's say, and I'm I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come up with a number, but we'll talk about percentage terms later, obviously, you know that's a big difference in way of looking at it. But let's say you, um, uh, per month uh, or, or per quarter, that's a bit more realistic in terms of coupon payments and stuff like that and, and dividends, uh, let's say uh, per quarter you right now make um, $2,000 in uh, dividends, bond coupons, stock dividends, I mean, bond coupons, and so on and so forth. And that's 2000. Well, for most people, just doubling that is really easy right now. So instead of making 2000 a quarter, that's 4000 a quarter. So instead of making, um, uh, instead of making, what do we say, 2000 times four? So instead of making 8000, making 16,000 $16, in Coupons and dividends per annum, right? So if you make two thousand uh, per uh, per year, that is four thousand. Uh, me two thousand per quarter, four times four is eight. But if you double that, at sixteen thousand, right? That's a huge change in um, in 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 one's income. Uh, tripling that, quite frankly, is not that hard either. You know, so you can do the math. So that instead of making eight, now all of a sudden that's twenty four thousand, and it's all because of the level of interest rates. And what we'll find out here, and I'm going to give you some some actual stories of of of, of real prospecting clients and people I'm talking to every day of the week. And what we'll find here is that how. How unaware people really are. And if you're the kind of person that is looking to, to, to have some sort of a yield, and I always talk about this in our webinars where we, we even do something like, you know, options strategies to generate yield or income. It's one of the more important things for people to have in their portfolio. And it doesn't matter whether you uh, who are listening, who is listening right now to this webinar, whether you are uh, 40 years old, 50, 60, 70 or older than 70. Um, this is an important thing to do. if you're 40 years old and it's not like you, you're ready to retire um, or at least most aren't but you're starting you should start thinking about what that what your a retirement plan looks like once you're 50. that should at the latest be, be put into action. Um, but one of the components that a lot of people forget about their longer term uh, return and we'll do some math here in terms of compensation as well using our calculator is that the income part is hugely important cuz it's nice to be able to grow a portfolio from you know by having monthly contributions of x amount but the income part not only does that help you uh, smoothen when the returns when we have down years in in in, the, in a portfolio but it also allows us to con- to continuously get income, not only to pay living expenses, but also to maybe reinvest if there's something left over. So you end up having a lower cost of um, of entry for, let's say, your favorite stocks and things like that. So it's that income part that's so important. And we empirically know it's one of the most um, sought after, um, one of the most required uh, things in people's portfolios. When we survey our clients, and again, we talk to them every day and every week, we we hear how important that is for people and how over the past 10 years, that has been a near impossibility. In fact, it more or less has been impossible to have any sort of realistic yield with, with, with without taking too, way too much risk. So let's talk a little bit about why that is. In short, it is absolutely time right now. And I mean, now, not next week, not next month and you know, I don't mean that literally, but not like next year, for example, like it's really time now to take action on this. It is time to rebalance a portfolio. And I'm going to use the word you, not an in you individual person here, Tim, Mike, Nancy, whatever, right? Uh, but you as a retail investor and institutional investors, just as well, if you're listening, uh, although I've I've seen a bit more, uh, action on that already on the institutional investor side, but it's absolutely time right now, right now, to rebalance the portfolio in a meaningful, big way into fixed income, into bonds, and particularly for the retail crowd who might shy away from that and say, "Oh, bonds are boring," or "I don't know, how, I don't know how to do that." I mean, for one, they're not boring, particularly not at these levels. They're boring sometimes, absolutely, but certainly not here where they are right now. Number one, and number two. A lot of that can be done with by just a couple of simple allocations through ETFs. And everyone can most people, I should say, at least here in the United States, can trade ETFs. So let's peel back this onion a little bit and and kind of start uh you know from from, from, from the top and kind of understand what happened over the past um uh, Ten years, you know, w- w- why? W- why was it so difficult to make money in w- with without taking without taking way too much risk? Well, as we came into the um, into the internet bubble um, in the year two thousand. And now we're, I'm going back <laughs> more than 20 years, I guess, is the starting point. What we had is we, we had Alan Greenspan basically talk about uh, or what well, it wasn't his words, but it was termed the Greenspan put. And basically what that meant is that every time the economy would, would drop um, and get into trouble, they would just uh, print more money, drop rates very quickly. And that got us into this downward spiral where ultimately something called modern monetary theory um, uh, was given birth to. From, um, and that's essentially that you can print. This thinking was you can print as much money as you want and keep low rates to at ridiculously low levels, and everything will be awesome. And uh, quite frankly, that is just a game of musical chairs. Now, I will tell you, I don't think the central banks, at least not the Fed uh, or the ECB or the Bank of England, for example, I don't think they were not aware of that. I just think they thought they might be able to react to it quicker. If the poop hits the fan. Um, But essentially, it's exactly what happened. The gaming musical chairs uh, played for 20 years, basically, uh, from the year 2000, at least, uh, to uh, certainly uh, right into and through covid um, but then, what happened during COVID? We had to print so much money because central banks, b- still believed in that theory at least momentarily. Um, and of course, we didn't know how long COVID last. It was a shock. A hundred years of of you know a hundred year event, or at least traditionally every hundred years we get a global pandemic. And you know, and again, I'm not here to defending anyone. I think central banks have have a tough job, but we didn't know how long. It would be with us what the ramifications really were, how bad it would get. None of that. So central banks basically just panicked. And again, not here to defend anyone. I I don't know what I would have done if I would have been a central bank, you know, the head of the central bank. Um, But I think, you know, it's not entirely crazy to think that one would do that, particularly with the precedent of the, you know, up until then, it was 20 years of of easy money policy, that they would freak out even more and cut rates to basically zero and hand everyone, you know, monthly or quarterly checks in the mail. Uh, So a, a crazy amount of stimulus. And so all of that stimulus ultimately led to a giant bubble in assets. I mean, the, that had been in the making for, again, like I said, 20 years, although we did have 2009 to kind of, you know, uh, the great financial crisis to cleanse the palate, but really the easy money policy that never really stopped. So that game of musical chairs never really stopped. It stopped in 2022. Let me just quickly give you that one out of the way. So, um, because everything went higher and, and the absolute peak of all this was essentially the NFT, uh, non-fungible uh, tokens and the, the crypto uh, craze, which, you know, I think there's some longevity there for sure in certain things, but all that got people into the market that that only happens at extremes. So the last time I saw that before 2020, 21 was really the internet bubble, as we, as we termed it, 2020. That is the year 2000, excuse me. Um, that is actually when I started my career uh, on Wall Street. So, um, you know, that was a classical case of, 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 of really what you read about. And if you read a textbook about what bubbles are made of, is what we had in 2021 and 2020 heading into 2021. So long story short, um, interest rates went to zero because all assets, bubble assets went higher. Um, and when you have zero interest rates, the best thing you can do, or low interest rates, the best thing you can do until it stops working is to buy high growth equities or at least high perceived growth equities that, that basically feed off of 0% interest rate financings you know, all that kind of stuff. So your non-profitable tech stock kind of deal. The problem is when rates go from zero to almost five percent, which was happened, which is what happened in in into two thousand twenty two and throughout two thousand twenty two. It already started happening in twenty twenty one, by the way, but particularly in twenty twenty two, as the Fed hiked rates, 450 basis points, which is not something that had never been done before. That has happened before. The problem is the speed at which it happened. And I will tell you, as I've been saying many times in this in this podcast episode, in this, this Study Wealth podcast, we are going to have credit problems and we're going to have pretty severe credit problems. It's just that they take time to come to the surface. And I'm not quite sure at this time we're in a credit cycle where everything's going to blow up at once. We may have a little blow ups, some of them larger than others along the way, and it may last a much longer period of time, which is why I think we're in a secular bear market as it comes to equities as a asset class. I think there'll be tremendous opportunities in certain parts of the market, certain growth stories, even at these higher rates. Um, but it'll be few and far between, certainly compared to what we had in 2020, uh, 2020, 2021, to some extent. Um, so where does that leave us now? Well, again, uh, when interest rates go from zero to five in the short end, investors have to pay a huge premium to own these growth stocks. And, and that, again, that is the bubble that we had in 2020 into 2021. So stocks dropped. Some of them dropped, as you probably have noticed 80 90%. We've covered that extensively throughout 2022 and you know, not 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 the main name individual names, but you saw some of those names, Carvana down 90 plus percent, a company that has basically 100% reliance on free money when rates go from 0 to 5 or 0 to, you know, four and change in a matter of essentially a couple of quarters or three quarters of last year. That is a shock to the system the extent of which we've actually again, literally never seen. This, the rate of which, not the fact that we have higher rates, but the rate of which. So what does that leave us? Well, if you look back over the past 20 years, um, essentially, we have forced our investor base, and uh, when I say investor base, the public investor and the pension and fund or in- institutional investors to move away further and further and further from from investing in fixed income, like Investment grade bonds on the corporate side, so you know high quality corporate bonds, and certainly Treasury and and other uh, other government bonds, because of the low interest rate, no one really wants to make one percent per year. At, you know, on on in a good scenario over the past number of years, until we came into last year, um, on your money, if you can make in the crypto world it was you know a few thousand percent a quarter or in some case it was completely insane um or you know maybe a couple hundred percent in certain equities but when that stops and again this is the this is the the game of musical chairs that I talk about when that stops and you have a comp- a massive se- seismic shift in policy and and this is not going to end tomorrow this policy this higher Interest rate policy is going to be with us now. Not at this rate. We're not going to keep hiking rates at this rate. We're not going to stay at you know nine percent or eight percent inflation. We've already dropped meaningfully here over the past number of months as I'm recording this. But we're going to ultimately um, we're ultimately going to stop when rates come back down at a much higher level than they were over the past twenty years. And that, and that is the, the the seismic shift. Now, from a portfolio perspective, let me just give you a little bit of an idea of what that means. So for example, I was talking to a gentleman last week, and I, I know his portfolio very well. He's a good client of ours over at Blue Marlin Advisors, our investment advisory firm. Um, he also happens to be a client at the, the study trader, our publishing firm, where he, where he does some trades with us um, with certain options and things like that and, and income, income generating stuff. Um, so I know him very well, and I know his portfolio very well. I know what he wants and needs and and you know all those kinds of things and i agree for the most part with what he's trying to do the trouble has been up until we started working with him that he was trying to use extremely risky option strategies or any even just equity strategies um, and etf strategies um in, in in order to generate more of an income um That has all changed for him over the past 12 months. And we're now working with him. Uh, So he's basically is now going to double, more than double, actually, his yield in his portfolio. So this gentleman, he is making about one, roughly 1%, a little bit more than 1% um, in coupon payments uh, on his portfolio. So uh, without giving away too much of this, obviously you don't have his name or anything, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm going to say this gentleman has some money. And on average, he has been making um, about more or less the example I gave you before. He has on average been making about two thousand dollars per quarter in um, in in interest payments. Well, receiving uh, from his bonds, so he's making about two thousand per month. Now it's basically going up to four, uh, a bit more actually. So, but let's keep it with four as in a simple example. So basically, he was before making two hundred. Uh, he was making two thousand a quarter. So you can do the math. That's five hundred per month. He's now going to make more than a thousand per month by doing absolutely nothing. And by the way, he's not only going to make more money; he's not only doubling his money by investing in the bond market right now, and and this being done through simple ETFs. He is also, by so doing, taking down his risk by at least half. Just think, just. Take that for a minute and think about it. And, you know, depending on, on how much risk you want to take, you can quadruple this, right? He could, if he wanted to, we could easily take his his um, his $500 he's making a month right now with, with interest and quadruple it. So he's making 2000 a month, right? So just really by doing nothing, he's not trading anything. He's literally just parking his money and getting at least double, if you want to be more aggressive, almost quadruple what he's making right now. And he's taking down his risk. And I'm saying this twice right now, but this is so important. I would like everyone to really think about that. All right. So the bond market, long story short, is now extremely competitive versus the stock market. It, the bond market has not been competitive to the stock market in a long, in long time. It now is. Most people's portfolios are way, as this gentleman is too, are way too exposed to stocks, and way too exposed to all the same stocks, and we all know those names. It's the apples of the world, it's the Microsofts of the world, and there's there's I don't I don't know, there's nothing wrong with those companies. It's just it's a massive amount of risk for no reason, particularly in an environment where interest rates have just gone through the roof in a matter of less than a year. Okay, so most people's portfolios, including you that are listening to right now, for the most part, it is extremely likely that your portfolio is way too exposed to stocks, particularly if you are 50 years or older. And by the way, if you're saying, oh, I'm only, I'm 33, I'm 20, I'm 40. Oh, I I don't have to listen to this. Well, you do. Okay. You really do because now the bond market is so competitive versus the stock market, but even for that, even for you taking down your equity exposure, meaning how much stocks you own and how much you care about the stock market and trade it and doing all that stuff has to can be dramatically reduced because you, do, you don't need to take all that risk that you're taking. Think about our gentleman here, gentleman, Mr. X, let's call him Mr. X, right? Again, he is in this environment now going to be able to double his monthly, I'm going to call it income, by doing absolutely nothing, not a single trade, by just allocating some money to the bond market through ETFs. That's incredible. And again, not only that, he's reducing his risk, now, let's talk a little bit about compound interest here in a second, but let me just give you one more statistics. Uh, statistic. 20 years ago, uh, most or many pension funds had something like an 80% allocation to bonds. Over the past 20 years, they couldn't own bonds or less and less and less because they have to take so much darn risk to, to, to own, to take on a, to make a return that they have to make for their pension for investors. For you at home, the way this looks like is the following: Let's say you have a need for a certain target return of income, right? Let's say it's again, like I said before, two thousand bucks a month. Well, that was an it was basically an impossibility for the past ten to twenty years um, to to achieve that without taking ridiculous amounts of risk. Which is also why so many people resorted to this constant fast money clicking around the markets. And that era, quite frankly, I think that era is over now. I'm not talking against speaking against trading. I trade every day, but I have dramatically changed the way I trade, what I trade, you know, um, because of the diff- the change interest environment. We are going to see, by the way, a moderation in, in interest rates. Interest rates are going to come down. So they keep that in mind, which is also why it's so important to take action right now, going to the bond market right now. But they are going to moderate a much higher level. And back, and by the way, after that, maybe in 2025 or even 2024, rates are going to go back up. Okay, So that environment of higher interest rates is upon us. I urge everyone to take action now, either yourself, if you can do it, although I would encourage everyone to talk to an investment advisor about that, to be honest with you. Um, if you don't have an investment advisor, uh, come to us over at Blue Marlin Advisor. I'm going to give you some concrete examples right now, some specific examples as we go through our our interest rate uh, um, calculator right now. But if you don't have an investment advisor, hit us up at, at Blue Marlin Advisors. Uh, all you have to do is go to www.bluemarlinadvisor.com and we will give you a Free, complementary, and pretty comprehensive look at your portfolio, your situation, and see what we can do in terms of reallocate some of these funds specific to your situation we're a fiduciary, so that's what we do. So it is easier now to reach a certain target return, maybe more than ever, quite frankly, uh, be it for individual investors or institutionals such as pension funds. We have more opportunity now to invest with significantly less risk and reaching our longer term target goals, I think, honestly, maybe more than ever. So let's go through a couple of examples here to give you some concrete uh, ideas around this. So. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do a, a a specific number, a random number here. You know, I'm gonna start off with an with someone's portfolio, and this is a longer term portfolio. This is let's call this the the person's IRA or something like, or a, or a 401k where they have some flexibility, uh, or whatever retirement account it is. Maybe you're in a different country. Maybe you're in Germany. Maybe you're in Canada. You know, replace your retirement uh, uh, scheme over in your country with what I'm talking about here for US specific words which is IRA and all that kind of stuff. So, let's assume you have a portfolio with $250,000. Okay? Let's assume for a minute no monthly contributions to this. Let's just say it's 250 bucks, 250,000 you're allocating this right now for for a period of 10 years. So, if you're 60 years old right now, um you're you're looking at of of having this grown to a certain uh, point at, at at year 70, if you're 50, it's 60 years old, that kind of thing, right? Now, let's start off with an interest rate of 1%, which right now, by the way, is what most people are yielding in their portfolio. Some people a bit more, but that's about it. And let's assume this, this, comp- this, this compound semiannual, meaning you get your coupons uh, paid twice per year. So those 250,000 bucks at the end of those 10 years will be worth... About $277,000. So basically over 10 years, uh, that person would have made 25,000 bucks. Basically the way that works is you receive coupon payments and those coupon payments get reinvested. Now, if we drop that interest rate from 1% to a very reasonable 4% right now, and again, most people can get plenty more than that by going just a little bit further out in the risk curve than the treasury rates. But let's say at a 4% rate, so at a 4% rate, which again is very, very achievable right now in the market, um, that money would have grown not by just 25,000, but by almost $100,000, right? That can be the difference. Between whether you buy an extra home, add it, you know, make an adjustment to your home, you know, go on vacations, help pay for college for your grandchildren or for you or for your kids for that matter, um, whether you you'll be able to retire at age you know sixty or the age seventy. I mean, literally, these are these are life changing things. Now, the crazy thing about this, because rates are so much higher right now, and again, risk is so much lower. In this example, this person doesn't have to reinvest all those dividends. They could they could take, like I said before, they could take a couple thousand bucks every month and use it and still have 2,000 bucks a month to be reinvested in dividends in this whole portfolio. So that's the incredible situation we're in right now and in a good way. And I would encourage every single person here listening to this right now to really seriously take action. Look at your portfolio, um, see how likely extremely over allocated you are to the equity market and what can be done for that. Again, we'd be more than happy to talk to you about this uh, at Blue Marlin Advisors. Again, all you have to do is go to www. Um, you There's a little button you can click right there, and you can just uh, click put, put put your name and email address, and, and I, th- I think it's a phone number as well, so we can get a hold of you, and we will just talk to you and see what we can do. Right? These are extremely important times in our lives for almost every single. I would I would encourage. I would even say every single investor out there, and it doesn't matter whether I mean honestly, even for my for, for 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 my for my two two children, like we're we're allocating in the fixed income. I mean, they're small; they're like you know both uh, below twelve years old, something like that, right now. So it's really important. Long story short, so it's time to rebalance right now. And again, particularly if you if you're listening right now, and you're and you're in your forty plus, particularly if you're fifty plus, and urgently if you're 60 plus this has to be done and, and again it's not only that you can ultimately make more money because the because we're combining at higher rates you can also have monthly payments or at least quarterly depending on 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 when you know how how frequent the, the fixed income is paying uh being paid to you uh you know at much higher rates so instead of making 500 bucks a quarter uh it's now a thousand or again it could even be two thousand depending on how things are allocated so uh, I hope this is helpful, folks. Also, if you are interested in in our in our research, you can also go over to www.thestudytrader.com. We make daily free videos a bit more on the proactive side of things. Um, but um, again, have a look at your portfolio. Talk to us about it or talk to your investment advisor. And um, I hope this has been helpful. As always, all the best to you. And we'll talk to you again real soon in the next Study Wealth Podcast. <laughs>